Hey, Felicia, do you ever have problems creating content, you know, when you're doing your social media and things like that? Yeah, I kind of get stuck because, you know, it's not really in my genius zone. Why do you ask? <laughs> well, I ask because I found this great new tool that I think you'll love. It's called Adobe Express. You've probably heard about Adobe before, right? Yeah, I, I use it for my photography, of course. Yeah, there you go. So the same people have got a great tool. It's called Adobe Express, and it's really useful for creating bits of images or graphics or videos, you know, the average day-to-day -day content that we might use on social media. Oh, really? How, how easy is it to use? Well, I'm not casting any aspersions on your skills here, but as you said, it was not in your zone of genius. Let me perhaps explain a little bit. So the basic premise is you have a canvas that is a certain size. Maybe it's your Facebook profile cover photo, or maybe it's an Instagram post, something like that. And then you can add bits to it. So you can upload a photo and you can do some cool things like you can remove the background and then superimpose it on something else. You can use some of the brilliant assets from the Adobe stock collection, which is fantastic. Or if you're really clever, you can bring in assets from your creative cloud, maybe your Adobe Illustrator files or something like that to make it really stand out. But it's really cool and it's really simple to use. Oh, that's exciting. So how do I get started? Easy. Well, let's say easy. All you've got to really do is go to express.adobe.com and you'll be able to go and have a look. And if you've got Creative Cloud, and you might have this, Felicia, I don't know. If you've got Creative Cloud already, you will already have access to Adobe Express. So why don't you go and check that and see if you've got access? Oh, I'll definitely do that. Thank you for letting me know about this. It's an absolute pleasure. In the show notes, you'll find a link so you can go direct to Adobe Express and check it out for yourself. Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul. I'm here for the last time in 2022 and I'm joined post-Christmas dinner uh, by my good friend and co-host, it's Felicia Jones. Hello, happy post-Christmas, happy pre-New Year. Um, this is the last episode of 2022. It's crazy, oh, right? Un unbelievable. What a year it's been. I, I think we've been saying that <laughs> since we started this show. <laughs> do you know what? Actually, just thinking about it, we could probably do this show using AI now. We just have like stock phrases that we could use. Yes. <laughs> what a year it's been. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> we should look into that. We just do a whole show based on AI because it's the same craziness yeah. almost every it, other We week. could just like suck in, suck in a news feed, put it through an AI, synthesize our voices like deep fakes. And then we, we wouldn't even actually have mm. to be here. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, somebody's working on that, right? Oh, completely. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Completely. It's one of my little holiday yeah. projects oh, to have yeah. a look at um, where this is, where this is going and, and, and how worried we should be. Oh, you should be worried, but that's a whole different show. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do one on that. Um, okay. So as, uh, as it's sort of post Christmas and before new year, uh, let's just ask you, how was your Christmas? It was actually pretty good. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, so I got to have Christmas breakfast with the entire extended family. And um, it was 
it was very interesting just observing people over over Christmas breakfast and the last few weeks in, of interacting with family. Um, man, families are crazy. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't know why people uh, do Christmas with their with their families. One year, um, I did a friend's Christmas. It was brilliant. Much better. I, I don't know. It's but it's a very interesting thing just to be around all these people and eating way too much food. <laughs> now, I did not overindulge. I have to say, I have had quite a quiet one. I've enjoyed it. I've been the last couple of days. I've just been sat on the sofa under a blanket reading, nipping off to the gym, maybe uh, making some nice little food. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing too strenuous whatsoever. Certainly family has been kept to a minimum this year. Yeah, I haven't I haven't um, overindulged. Um, unfortunately, I was um, I had to go into last minute cooking duties at my mom's house because she didn't have a lot of things prepared and unfortunately when you are like cooking and kind of running around you don't get to eat so I actually didn't <laughs> eat that much uh but yeah other than that I have been like in bed reading a book but one thing I will say since I've been here uh with family and friends I am so done with socializing I am so over it right now I I have a I we leave here next week I'm so ready to go because I just need some quiet time it's been I I think I have like two more days of of energy to socialize but i am so over it right now i'm t i'm tired of talking see this is interesting because you have done a lot less socializing than i have in recent weeks and now you've kind of yeah. done it all in in once you mean years <laughs> well yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah years <laughs> but i've kind of like i'm doing my quiet time now this week and next week because uh, I did all my socializing before Christmas, you're having your socializing now in an intense burst, um, and so you need the rest. Yeah, it's <laughs> I know it's been like two years of quiet, like not going out to restaurants. Oh, Paul, I've been going out to restaurants. Oh my right. god, um, <laughs> like I've been restaurants, parties, going to people's houses, meeting up, texting people, talking to cousins, just being around groups of folks, and. I am, I am, I'm done. I, I, I'm done. I'm done until next um, year. Has, how's the, how's the, um, like illness situation over there? Cause here, like literally everybody I know is sick of, and it's not, it's either not COVID or it can't, oh. they can't test, but it's RSV or it's a uh, flu or what people say is a heavy cold. Yeah. We've all got it. Yeah. Everything's going around here. I think, uh, they had a really having a really bad flu season here in Alabama and, you know, no, a lot of, a lot of people did not get their booster shot. So, you know, COVID is going around, but nobody believes it exists. So yeah, you got a lot of that happening. So well, yeah, people are just as sick here as like the rest yeah, of the world. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, we will be probably talking about China and now that they have they are opening their borders in the next couple of weeks <laughs> and everybody is like ill there oh, wow. so and their new variant is even more contagious than omicron so you know we shall go again in a couple of weeks we have a new variant yes, yes, oh my yes. gosh i think it's I didn't know yeah, we had a new variant. Okay, let's let's save that till next year. <laughs> we better had. Let's okay, so in this episode, we're gonna do a little <sighs> review of the year in the form of the Human Exhaust Me Awards Yay! 2022. Yay! Yeah. I am so excited for this. This is gonna be like our most exhausting. <laughs> People and categories. I mean, should I go ahead and do the categories, Paul? Uh, yes, Felicia. Announce the categories that we will be awarding tonight. <laughs> okay, so the categories we're going to elect or vote or, you know, 
choose who our most exhausting family is. Most exhausting entertainer, entrepreneur, politician, fandom, generation, and the most exhausting topic of conversation. And depending on how the time goes, we may vote for the most overall exhausting person, place, or thing of 2022. So I'm excited for this. I've I've been thinking about this for weeks now. (laughs) This is such a good way to round up what has been a thoroughly exhausting year okay so shall we start yes, off with, yes yes <laughs> should we start off yes. with the families the family the most exhausting yes family let's of go the, of the yes year. do you yes. want to nominate first uh you know i i am ex- um i'm nominating the royal oh. family uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh the royal family yeah i'm because they i, I mean I, 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 unfortunately I will, um, stick, he- uh, Megan and Harry in this. It's like, dude, y'all need to go and just have some family therapy because y'all are playing out all of your toxicness through in the public. And as much as I love the entertainment and I will be there for all the juicy details is sad. <laughs> y'all need to go talk to each other. And I think I'm just pretty exhausted by it, but gotta, my nomination goes to the Royal family. Well, it's funny because mine was the Windsors, which, which is the same the same thing. Obviously, <laughs> they I, so that's that's a that's a shoe in. But you know, I was thinking about all yeah. of the drama this year uh, that involves mm-hmm. them. Um, we've got the you know the the Harry and Meghan thing. I can't. When was the Oprah interview? Was that this year? No, that wasn't this year, was it? That was no, that was that was last year. I think it was. It was earlier this year. No, was it? No, because she was pregnant. With, I don't remember. With oh, uh, yeah. And she's a year old now. So, Lilibeth. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Last year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, I can't remember when it started, but obviously, we've had quite a lot happen with the royal family this year, including the death of the queen, um, including the. Oh, yes. So, okay. So, let's just rewind a bit. So, there was the Jubilee. There was the Jubilee, wasn't there, back in June, mm-hmm. I think it was, when Harry and Meghan came over. And they were sort of part of it, okay. not part of it. They were parts of bits. And then they were kind of like out in the cold and they were shunned by being put on the other side to Will and Kate and all that kind of drama there. And then uh-huh. and then the Queen died, which, you know, another piece of, of, of drama. And they were, Harry and Meghan were back and, mm-hmm. you know, who's taking what role there and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and then there was the memorial service for Prince Philip a year on. Um, where Andrew was kind of helping yeah. the Queen walk down uh, the aisle. So, oh, Andrew, you know, remember him. Um, and then, of course, we've had that. Oh, yes, yeah, we do. We've had the Harry and Meghan docuseries. All in all, I think you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. There is only one possible yes. uh, winner of this award. So the award goes to... The Royal Family. <laughs> Yay! You know, I mean, we should. Um, you think we should reach out and get some words from them? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. the royal family could not be here this evening <laughs> to accept their award. Yeah. But they might be on a podcast, so just wait for it. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. I, I think they would appreciate this. Yeah. By the way, I don't know how to. St- okay, we have a very exuberant. <laughs> yeah. Our out. audience is really excited about that one. <laughs> Look, guys, there's, there's just the two of us here All working right. the buttons. So you know, you might think this is a slick production, but this, we're here to tell you it's not. Okay. All right. So our next category okay. then is right. is the entertainer of the year. 
Yeah. I mean, we've had so many entertainers, and of course, this will include actors, musicians, anybody that's in the entertainment world. And we've had quite a few people who could fit into this category. But my nomination is going to go to Yee, Mr. Kanye West. Ooh. Whew, that's all I got to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, know, well, you have to give a reason for it. You, you know, um, Kanye has stirred up so much trouble this year. You know, with his anti-Semitic rants, his um, going against his wife, uh, he's been, you know, the world is against a black man, his little ego trips on all the right-wing media, his love of Nazis, his admiration for Hitler. Um, I'm, I, I'm, and I'm just so completely exhausted by him. I really am. I'm just so exhausted by him. It's a good one. It's a good one. I do. I was struggling. <laughs> to nominate for for this because i was thinking Ooh, yeah okay. I mean, at one point i did think mm, maybe i'll nominate taylor swift now not because of um anything in particular <laughs> just because i didn't really understand uh the hype about it but uh, <laughs> um but there we go maybe maybe that's for one of our other uh, awards later on so um i am going to go with a very late entry to this which is uh mm. jeremy clarkson uh, for being a complete oh, hater, okay. misogynist, and general overall twat. Uh, oh, and a racist. Um, yeah. For suggesting that Meghan Markle uh, gets paraded around every town in Britain, which everybody knows that would just be completely impractical. That That is a very late entry. Um, and for those of you who don't know who Jeremy Clarkson is, he is of Top Gear fame in the UK, and he has an assortment of driving or TV or um, tel uh, shows on motor racing and cars and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a very late entry because he is referencing back to the royal family mm. who has been exhausting us <laughs> and all of their hate against them is exhausting. So the people who nominate them, I mean, I'm not sorry, the people who um, pay attention to them are just exhausting. So, mm. uh, so yeah, so now we, we're with um, Kanye and Jeremy. Wow. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to Jer uh, Kanye because he's been consistent for the last two years. To be honest, yeah. To to, to be fair, <laughs> and he's running for president. There's there's an awful lot there to go on. So I think overall, the uh, winner <laughs> of the most exhausting entertainer of 2022 is Kanye or Yee. I Yes, Yay. I think I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think I, I, I think that's a, yeah. a, a good one. A good one. Okay. Um, there's no yeah. cheering for him right. because of who he is. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. All right. What no, we got no. next? <laughs> uh, the most exhausting entrepreneur of 2022. Oh, now I've got a couple here. So. Okay, you go ahead and tell me who you... I only got one that I'm going for. Okay, is it... <laughs> does he own a rocket? There's a lot of those these days. <laughs> there is, there is, there is. Oh, by the way, my kids came up... My kids came up with a conspiracy theory over Christmas that basically um, Jeff Bezos is Santa. Well, it makes sense. He probably bought Santa yeah. out and, yeah, put him to work. You know, Santa has a sleigh. Yeah. Bezos has a rocket. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, Santa has elves working for him in slave yeah. labor. Amazon has employees. Yeah, you, you know. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Interesting. Doesn't like unions. No. Yeah, exactly. So, there you go. Um, well, okay. So, 
Are you, go on, who are you nominating? My nomination is Mr. Okay, Elon Musk. I thought it would be that. <laughs> go on, okay, give your reasoning. Is it just, just, just all of it. Just the fact that he won't be quiet. He is everywhere. Um, the way he's running his new company out in the public, just trying to be cool when he's not. Um, I, I mean, he's just exhausting because, I mean, I, I love Twitter because it is like toxic entertainment and it's crazy. He's not even making that fun anymore because every time he pops up in my feed, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm just going to shut Twitter down. So he has been the most exhausting person to hear about this entire year. <laughs> Because he always trends for whatever reason. Buying Twitter, not buying Twitter. Getting high, not getting high. You know, uh, going on rants, uh, talking about woke agendas and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Elon. Elon is definitely it's, it for me. It's a good shout. I mean, again, thinking about things that have been happening across the year, the whole Willy won't he buy Twitter, it's on, it's off, he's pulling out. It's yes. not, you know, that was... That was exhausting just to to look at. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. I had. Uh, um, so I also got because I did have Musk was one of my two. The other person I've got, which I mean, entrepreneur is pushing it a bit and is giving him more credibility than <laughs> I thought. But um, uh, Tate, what's his name? Andrew Tate. Is it Andrew Tate? Oh, that's a good one. That's Andrew Tate. That's a. That's a. I was thinking that in my brain. That's a. That's a good yeah. one. the one thing that's really surprised me about him is that i didn't know who it was it sort of came out of nowhere um but the amount of sort of mlm kind of vibes that was going around and men particularly white men like really playing into it um i know someone who took his course to try and understand why yeah yeah, to, to be fair they said it was just to understand what people were talking about they always say that well don't they? to be fair this yeah, person did then do a whole video on why it was <laughs> crap and um how awful it was so i'll give them that um but the the reason that uh i've got to put him in as a nomination is because mm-hmm. the impact that i think he's had is is worrying when when you yeah. know your 12 year old son comes from school and they're all talking about Andrew Tate and what what color Bugatti you're going to have. It's like it's a meme, but they but it's a dangerous meme and they don't really know what they're talking about, but it's a bit pervasive. So that that sort of thing worries me um a little bit. And we had you know we had to have a bit of a sit down about why Andrew Tate is uh, Andrew Tate is so toxic. So yeah. Um I yeah. I I go with you on this one because I didn't know who he was either, but it seems like he's very popular amongst the, the the younger kids, not like 20 year olds, but like younger kids, impressionable kids. And I did sit down and watch a couple of his videos. He is um, a piece of work. That's he is not very he doesn't have good things to say about women. He doesn't have good things to say about children and raising children. And um, but the dude is making money, which is which is kind of crazy. And he, he kind of does feed into a lot of other things that I've been seeing this year with the, basically like a, 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 it seems like the level of misogyny has like risen. And I was quite surprised to be around some of these people that think this way. And it's like, 
okay, that's um that's a little disturbing, but I don't know. That's that's a good nomination, Paul. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, but you know what? We didn't have Ooh. we didn't have a whole episode called Andrew Tate is Chugi, did we? We had a whole episode called Elon Musk is Chugi. Yeah, but we did talk about Andrew Tate on one of the episodes, so I don't know. I mean, I think I don't know. Was, it, I mean, he was exhausting. This is a yeah, hard one. It's, it's mm, called, it's calling know. him entrepreneur, just like giving him the oxygen that he needs, though. I mean, at least with Elon Musk, he is the richest well, man in the world. You could say entrepreneur because um, here, the way I grew up, entrepreneur doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> it's kind of just a, a hustler. <laughs> it's like entrepreneur is just like somebody who's always hustling and always doing things. Okay. Um, so yeah, you could call him an entrepreneur because I mean he the, he's making money he is. off of these impressionable people and whatever else he's selling out there. So, um, but he I think unfortunately Mr. Tate represents all of these documentaries we saw these guys the swindler, Tinder oh, yeah. swindler, all of these types of people that came out. So I think he in that way is the representation for all the misogyny, all of the. The love scam people. I've watched a lot of those documentaries this year. The Tinder swindler guy. These guys that did. So I think he, we just sum them all up and say they are all Andrew Tate. Okay. So and they make tons of money off of this stuff. So I don't know. I don't know who wins this one because they're both. Should we? Should we do a? They're both yeah, exhausting. Should we do, do? we do like a joint award? They can. They can like. We we can we could do a joint okay. award. So yeah, the winner of Entrepreneur. It's our show. It's, it's our... <laughs> We know what we like. Okay. Um, all right. The winner yes. is jointly Elon Musk yeah, and Miss Andrew Tate. And they can come up to the stage and arm wrestle uh, for it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Elon would like that. He'd probably get booed. Yeah. Though. Very true. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Now, this next category is phenomenal. It's got lots of potential here. I wrote down three names, so we'll have to see where we go here. So this is most exhausting politician of the year. What you got? You know, this was a hard one, and I know I need, I, I probably need a name, but I feel like every last politician in the UK is exhausting <laughs> this year for me. Uh, can I can I represent? Can I say the entire? Maybe it's the Tory party. That's who I'm thinking about. Maybe can I rep- Can I nominate the entire sure. Tory party, or do- should I just do one sure. person? Sure. Well, I okay. Mean, <laughs> uh, two out of my three were, were Tories. So, I mean, yeah. So it's probably Boris. Um, is exhausting. It's probably Boris and everything that came with and associated with Boris. Uh, so it's either I'm going to go with Boris and or the entire Tory party, okay, which is his party for the most part. Yeah. See, see, at one point I put I put Putin because of like the complete impact. That I thought about had. him. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, do you know what? Like, he's, he's just odd, isn't he? And that's a bit too obvious. I also put Johnson because I thought, well, everything as you just said, and everything that kind of led up to September, um, he was involved in. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, we were talking about Partygate and fines and who was yep. there and who wasn't there. And is he going to go? Yep. Is he not going to go? Is he going to hang on? What's going to happen? And that really was exhausting in the true sense of the word. But, you know... I, I agree, because Putin... I mean, Putin's been very direct, so he hasn't he hasn't exhausted people. He's told us exactly yeah. what he wants for his Boris. It was kind of hard. 
it's hard keeping up with Boris and did he party? Did he not party? Did he get somebody pregnant? Did he not get somebody pregnant? Now it's like he's quitting, but not quitting. So yeah, it was the that whole, was it was oh, too much to keep but, up but with. But you know what? At the end of the day, my <laughs> primary nomination has to go for Liz Truss because those 44 Ooh. days were intensely <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> I don't know how we choose a winner on this. I mean, she. I mean, maybe this is the entire Tory party, but uh, but you don't get Liz without without Bojo. Well, you don't get Liz without Bojo, and you don't get Liz without the entire Tory party because they voted for her in the leadership election when she yeah. wasn't necessarily the first choice of the um, of the members of of Parliament. So. So yes, you're right. They uh, they are completely responsible. So actually, I think you're right. I think we should award it to the entire <laughs> the Tory, Tory party. party. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes, because we because remember we forgot that even leading up to Boris leaving. Remember, all, like a whole week, it was like a play by play of everybody quitting yeah. within like forty eight hours. Yeah. And then when he finally resigned, all these people were like, oh, that was a typo in my email. I didn't mean to quit. Just bring me <laughs> back. So, yeah. Goodness. Oh, I mean, that it was it was so exhausting. I had to learn um, uh, UK Parliament. That's how exhausting it was. I was in Home Depot <laughs> talking to you and Googling understanding the house of commons and the house of lords that's how exhausted yeah. exhausting it was trying to keep up it, it, it was exhausting <laughs> and i theoretically understood how it how it worked but um you know i mean one of the images that i will uh that will remain with with me is the fact that you know liz truss i mean i'm not saying she directly killed the queen but i think the queen was like do you know what that's it i'm out <laughs> <laughs> you know the, was it two days after she sort of invited to form a government she's dead she's like that's it i've had enough and yes. then be, just because yeah. just because she was the prime minister at the time she got to re do a reading at the queen's funeral you know because the yeah because the prime minister of the day should should do that um yeah i i gotta say liz liz right time right place for some things uh right time wrong wrong consequences for some of the others but liz will go down in history as the person who read something at the queen's funeral the last first last prime minister to talk to the queen uh she was in for 44 days and gets a lifetime pension i like liz I, she know, took a she liz took a moment she she went for it she, <laughs> the door opened she walked through it she will she will forever be in history. She's going to be up there with the um the one James Bond that came and went because everybody oh, hated yeah. him, but he actually was okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how Liz is going to be part of history. Like, oh, oh, she was there. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, so uh, the entire Tory party headed by Liz, massively influential. Okay, next, let's move on to fandom, fandom of the year. Now, can you define this category a bit so I can understand it a bit better? So I was thinking when it comes to fandoms, you know, people who have their, their, um, their supporters, like hardcore supporters. So think MAGA people. And I hate to do this. I hate to do this. Um, but also like, um, Swifties yeah. or army, mm -hmm. uh, people who are a group of people that really love somebody. 
to the point that is actually pretty damaging to everyone else. <laughs> so that's where um, I hate to say. <laughs> Uh, th- those are fandoms so they could be political they could be entertainers they can be you know whatever when you have all these fans so i don't know do you have any nominations this was a hard one for it me it was it was a hard one um and and i could i could say swifties because i, I, I don't get it i don't she's um she's great i'm sure she's a good singer but i don't i did listen to midnights i don't i don't get it and i watched lots of tiktoks because at the time everyone's posting tiktoks um where they all sat around listening to and you know to do like a blind a blind listen of the first the first play Mm -hmm. and they play it and it goes and they go oh my god and no i can't i can't deal with it um but in the end i decided to nominate anyone um advocating crypto nfc's and the metaverse (laughs) this year oh crypto fans crypto bros That's a good one. Okay, I didn't even think about that one. That's a, that's a good. One. Oh gosh. Well, that's actually a just really good just one. because just because like, it still feels a little bit like the Emperor's New Clothes, and I'm not sure about mm-hmm. about it. And but you know what? It it does take someone to break the mold and and to and to start. So so fair play to them. I do feel a little bit sorry for people who, um, have lost a lot of money this year because 2022 is definitely the year that it didn't do very well for crypto. Uh, you needed to be out, uh, really. You should have cashed in before 2022. So fingers crossed for them that 2022, sorry, 2023 is a little bit better for the crypto bros. How about you? Mm, okay. Um, so you're, you're voting, you're nominating the crypto, yeah. the crypto yeah. fans. Yeah. The NFT, crypto, all of this Web 3.0 yes. people, yes. basically. <laughs> Um, this one was a, a little rough for me because there's so many people. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to lean back to politics and entertainment. So I'm really exhausted by um, right wing people. <laughs> uh, that fandom is just not not a uh, fan of mine. Uh, I'm not a fan of theirs. Uh, but I was leaning heavily on um, Kanye West fans. Okay. <laughs> and I think you've, you've seen some of my tirades uh, when I've sent you messages that um that the fact that Kanye West has done the things that he has done and still has fans mm. that will support him and defend him they can be anti anti-semitic they're very anti all these things and then um go they lean into some of the white supremacist tropes that or right-wing tropes that we are seeing out there and um I don't remember when Donda his album came out but his album came out, I mean, while, you know, after he said, you know, slavery is a choice and all that kind of stuff, still filled an arena for three days, people buying the album, uh, making him number one. He's still getting Grammys for, after pissing on Grammys, on all his Grammys, he put them in a toilet and pissed on them. <laughs> but he's still getting Grammys. Um, and the fact that he has a gospel church, he started his own school. People took their kids out of regular school. <laughs> put him in the and put them in the Kanye West school and he still has supporters and now he um has he thinks he's a martyr so um I I I'm just the the Kanye West fandom is it blows my ever loving mind (laughs) um 
I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And it's dangerous fandom. So I that's what that's my nomination for uh, the most talk, uh, most exhausting. Fandom. Okay, well, it was pretty exhausting <laughs> listening to your tirade there. So I think yeah, I think the, but the crypto people. I, I don't yeah, know. I could go with you on the crypto bros. The, the, the cause ready... They have um, the crypto. But the crypto people have damaged a lot of people's finances. They well, they have, but I mean, then they're, they're kind of harmless, though. Really, they're, they're only like, hurting that's okay, themselves. Though. Okay, no, they're not. All right, the winner of the harmless. fandom <laughs> award is. I think we've got to give it to the uh, Yi fandom because you know you brought in the right Yee yeah you brought in the right wing <laughs> element there, and I think you know that's definitely exhausting all the time. So congratulations to the Yi fandom, yeah. whatever you're called. Uh, we don't care what you're called. All right, yeah. um, next one. But I got to give a second. Ooh. I got to, but I do say like the crypto bros are very second because they got into politics. So that's not a good thing either. Right, okay. Okay. Yep. Um, next award is okay. generation, the most exhausting generation of the year. Um, so <laughs> I only have one on here. <laughs> on here which is which, now, who do you which have? is gen z but i feel bad about saying that because i still want to be relevant you know i don't want to kind of slag them off <laughs> maybe gen x is exhausting because they want to be re relevant yeah well maybe maybe um, maybe i'll maybe i'll um nominate millennials it feels quite safe to nominate millennials you know, I was going to I was I, I was heavy on the gen z or the kids these days because of just some of the antics that I see. But after spending time with my family, I'm going to go, I'm hardcore boomer. <laughs> They're exhausting the crap okay. out of me right There's now. There's a sense of why? <laughs> um, okay, I will say, I say the boomers are a very exhausting generation because when you look at politics, you look at entertainment, everything's like, well, back in my day, it was like this. We didn't do this. We didn't go date these people. We didn't do all this stuff. And we, we were fine with just having a woman and going to church and eating steak and potatoes every day. Mm. Um, and, you know, very extremely judgmental on the kids, hardcore judgmental with the religion, um, and and just kind of hypocritical because some of these people li live some of these crazy lives when they were younger, but won't um, extend that same, you know, like, hey, I get it, you know, to the younger generation. So. I think I'm going to go heavy on the boomers. And also I'm kind of with all the millennials and Gen Z. They had a good life and kind of left us all with a bunch of crap. That is, that is true. Um, you know, actually now, now yeah. you mentioned it, I'm just thinking about like boomer conversations <laughs> where the thing that's really getting boomers that I can see at the moment is they, them, mm -hmm. they're not happy with pronouns. Ooh, oh, riles oh, them. oh gosh. Yeah. It's she, her, her, them, you know, I, I was watching football, you know, with the family. It's like, why do they got all those tattoos on their arms? It doesn't look good from the people who have tattoos themselves. Yeah. That's the crazy oh, part. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> uh, you, I don't know what happens over there because I guess women's football was a bigger thing over there than men's football at one time. But we've had quite a mm -hmm. good, diverse group of pundits at the World Cup, men and women, uh, different ethnicities, everything, right? Mm -hmm. And some people not happy about women being commentators or women. Um, oh yeah, God, they're not happy about women doing pitch side interviews, the lot. So actually, actually, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> come down on your side because I was just thinking, um, 
I was I was nominating Gen Z because the whole like stuff about boundaries and quiet quitting and stuff like this and some of these things. But then over Christmas, I agree. Yeah, over I agree. Christmas, over <laughs> Christmas, I don't know if you've seen the dead celebrity prank. Have you seen that that trend? Yes, I, I, yeah, I saw that. I, I will say, yeah, I definitely on board with the Gen Z because anything TikTok is just exhausting. But I now sound like a boomer. Uh, but yeah, I. Well- I liked it. I, I I'm gonna give. I liked it. I I, I don't know. I don't I don't like that kind of oh, stuff because okay. it's just like, what if somebody is dead? That's not cool. Well, no, maybe. Uh, but, but but okay, okay. I, look, I think yeah. we have a winner, right? And the winner <laughs> is most exhausting generation uh, of the year, 2022. <laughs> I'm gonna award it to. Boomers. I'm gonna award it to the boomers. Yeah. <laughs> Boomers, definitely. Boomers. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, boomer. Yeah. Okay. Well, considering all boomers are still politicians and they exhaust me right yeah, now. Yeah, and they don't listen to this show, whereas Gen Z quite clearly do, according to the stats. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, final one before we go for the big one is topics. The to- most exhausting topic, topic of, of the year. What you got? Um, I think for me, and maybe this could be on a personal, but dating, (laughs) people talking about dating and how you're supposed to date, how you're supposed to be when you're married is so exhausting because nobody ever learns. (laughs) Um, and, and maybe because of where I'm hanging out in the world of Twitter, just hearing people talking about dating and, oh yeah, I can be married and have, you know, 50 guy friends and my husband should be fine with that. Like the whole interaction of dating and relationships is just so exhausting to me because it's, it's like, you want to tell people like that ain't how it works, but okay, you guys keep going and doing that. <laughs> um, and my second, my second would be Twitter. My the second converse topic of conversation is Twitter and everybody leaving Twitter that never leaves oh, Twitter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, my topic was the Harry and Meghan psychodrama. That was that's my nomination yeah. as the topic. Yeah. I'm just I'm just a little bit over it all. I mean, it goes back to the the first uh, category yeah, of the family. It's like guys get together, sort it out, come back to us when you've got a plan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or just shut or just, up. Or just shut up. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, I, I, I was thinking about that because I was trying to figure out, like, you know, because I don't want to be like Politico magazine and we go after he- Megan and Harry and then everybody starts um, wailing on us. But that means they listen to the show. That's great. <laughs> but um, I agree with you. They are, they are, they are pretty exhausting uh, because it, it's, it's just family drama. Like you guys need to fix this. I mean, it goes back to the Royal family. You guys need to fix this because otherwise we keep hearing about them every other yeah. week. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a well, good one. They're right up there with Twitter. Yeah. The, I, I think, I think Twitter for me, well. it's less, it's less, you know, them as individuals. Cause that's fine. They, they, um, yeah, you know, I'm on their side uh, pretty much in the whole, in the whole thing. I think they've got issues and uh, they've got their own privilege, which, I'm not um, anywhere close to, so that's annoying. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, it really doesn't have to be in the news. It really doesn't have to. It's, it's like, it's yes. not fundamental to the way of life that we all lead, particularly when no one can afford to put the heating on um, and you've just got two sides exactly. of, r- of really, really <laughs> rich people arguing about whose people badmouth somebody behind their back to the press. And it's like, okay, 
guys, this is just a really, really yeah, bad reality true. reality TV show. Yeah, I, 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 I think I will go with you on this one. Hearing about Harry and Meghan, they are the most exhausting topic ever because they keep coming up when like I don't care about them. Like yeah. I hate to say it, I don't care about you and your your family drama. I will say this: they 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 love each other. They look amazing together. They are ridiculously rich. Um, you need to y'all need therapy. Yeah. The whole family yeah. needs therapy. All right, so let's award the exhausting topic of the year to. Uh, anyone remotely connected with the Harry and Meghan psychodrama, which includes the entire royal family and the yes. media. Or, or, or every hashtag, <laughs> leave Meghan alone, Meghan and Harry, Harry and Meghan, hashtag Prince Harry, hashtag Princess Meghan, hashtag Windsors, <laughs> all of that, hashtag Archie, every last hashtag about them, just let them go away in 2023. Exactly. Okay. All right. So... We're going to end uh, this award show with the final one, which is an overall um, exhausting, what is it? Exhausting human? Are we going with the human or exhausting thing? Person, place or thing. Person, place or thing. The most exhausting thing of 2022. Um, What you got there? Yeah, I don't, I, this is, I, this is, I, this is a tricky one for me because um i don't know how to really explain it but i'm thinking the exhausting topic is war um the ukraine war mixed in with colonization Ooh. <laughs> and and i say that because when we started talking about war and how countries were helping certain people not helping certain people and then it kind of when the queen died it came back around again with colonization as to who got favors, who didn't get favors, it, and hearing all these people have these random thoughts that, you know, watch YouTube like five minutes. Uh, it is just like, just hearing about war plus colonization was just, um, it, it was just exhausting because it's, it's a frustrating topic. And then you have too many people who don't have good facts on it and and have opinions and they just create their own opinions and i think that was probably has been the most exhausting thing to witness across the planet and across conversations when talking about the war in ukraine and um colonization so i don't know if it's two different things but to me they're kind of all you know it's kind of like colonization refugee war they kind of all go together to me i I, know i can completely support that i mean the war in ukraine has quite clearly been the biggest story across the year. The invasion was threatened before mm-hmm. um, Christmas. They were all talking about it this time last year. And then, of course, it happened in February. So we're nearly 12 months in. But all those little things that have gone yeah. uh, around it, like, as you say, the refugee issue and who can come and who can't. Oh, OK. Yes, re- yes. Ukrainians can. Um, Albanians apparently can't in, in this country. Um, there's There's all those issues around <laughs> that. So, yeah, I think that's a good... That's a good nomination because it's not just one thing, but they're all interconnected. So I'm happy to support that. Yeah. So war and its associated brutalisms and prejudices and historical uh, notes (laughs) uh, is definitely the most exhausting topic of 2022. Uh, Uh, Yes, it has been. Well, this is fun. This this has been quite a year. We say it every year. Uh, uh, 
we did say we were going to try and do some um, get some bingo going uh, for 2023, which we will have to do. But before we go into 2023, yes. have what's your feeling on your level of optimism on a scale of one to ten? Um, I, I think for me, the optimism is on a 10 really? for me personally oh. going to live the hell out of life. Yes. For the rest of the world, it was, it's straight up garbage. Okay. It's like a one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to be like, you know what? While, while the world is tanking, I am going to enjoy every last minute of it. So that's okay. where I am. I, I think that's, that's fine. I, 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 I'll agree with you there. I think, that, I, I think that's good. Live life. Okay. Um, it's been a wonderful yes. year, Felicia. I've really enjoyed being with you on the show. Thank you so much for your contributions. Um, this has been great. Oh, I'm looking forward to more shows next year because, let's face it, there's going to be more to talk about. Oh, I, I cannot wait. This has been a, uh, an amazing year. So thanks for for doing the show with me. This has been great. So I look forward to next year and all the content that just keeps coming to us. Excellent. All right. Thank you for listening in 2022. We will see you again in 2023.